Yeah. I'm doing real great with my fluids over here. <laughs> Spitting up. <laughs> it's been that kind of day where just everything is two shades harder than it has to be. Like just yeah. everything is just a little bit more. Uh, we, we went to the dog park and apparently we, we crossed like a relationship threshold with somebody else at the dog park and they, they crossed over from like, let me tell you about my dog to like, let me tell you about my life. Oh, really? It's and usually dog talk at the dog park. Light and fluffy. I love it. Like we might have dog talk, the weather, you know, uh-huh. stuff that's happening with the neighborhood. Yeah. Zero stakes. I don't have to have any emotional investment in any of these fuckers. Old people are cooped up now. They they need a release. They're thinking about things. For strange, they're reaching out to strangers. Oh god. The uh, the one I was talking to earlier, she was like, "Well, I'm a day trader, and and my portfolio has gone bust, so I'm bankrupt." And I'm like, "She's a day trader. That is awesome." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm sorry. You should have seen this coming. I know. Short the market. <laughs> you're you're a day trader." Post-2008 and post-Trump being elected. Well, it's been going up, up, up. The thing about throwing a ball into the air is it tends to go up, up, up. Right. And then... It's the easiest job in the world. Yeah, until it isn't. Until it isn't. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any money in the stock market? No, no. I am like an 80-year-old European woman in that I don't trust the bank and I keep it in a mattress. Oh, okay. Um, this one? It's, uh, that's, uh, that's the dog's... The, the dog keeps her money in that mattress. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just kept being small not, this talk for two hours. The... It just, just warms people up. I, okay. I ease into it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, basically, spooky stories-ish. There's a lot of tangents. They are all from... This series of books called Spooky. I had a book. Like, my uncle got mm-hmm. me a book about Oregon ghost stories. No, maybe it was on the Mississippi. Ooh. He's from Missouri. Riper, riper ghosts down there. Older right? ghosts. Kind of older you are, better ghost stories. I found that a lot of the West Coast's ghosts, it's like... Well, there's a lighthouse, and Steve died near it, and now, ooh, yeah, spooky. Like, yeah, the, we didn't live through many of the world's um, tragedies. <laughs> yeah. Well, where do most ghosts come from? The ones here? Well, like, uh, it, like, do you, you have to die like in a unique way, or is it like, oh, uh, the Titanic went down, and now all a hundred <laughs> different. <laughs> I, are there mass ghosts, mass ghost events. Are they I wonder. Mostly one-offs. It seems kind of like one-offs. Yeah. Like, yeah, you maybe don't hear about anybody that's like, I died in the Chicago fire. Yeah, me and the rest of this like ballroom full of socialites. Yeah, like you would think there would be more. Like, yeah, every time an elevator goes down or a plane crashes, there's just a group of ghosts out in like the Canadian wilderness. Right. No. Uh, that might suggest that it's just people who are stubborn. Like yeah. the the one person in the group who's like, no. Do you believe in ghosts? Talk about jumping the gun here. That's our first segment. <laughs> You're dead. You've been dead for 30 years. Uh, 
speaking of ghosts, you are listening to Boohaha, which is a mostly sometimes semi-weekly podcast about ghosts and increasingly tangents about dead U.S. presidents. Every week, I gather my nearest and dearest to a campfire that I build in my living room and regale them with spooky tales of phantasms and loogaroos. It's a French werewolf. That's, I, try to, I try to mix it up. Uh, this week, my guest, my hilarious guest, is Max Fortune. Welcome! Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Glad you could be here uh, braving the post-apocalyptic nightmare hellscape that is portland breaking quarantine (laughs) i guess we're tech like our heads are at least six feet away from each other yeah i mean if you have it i'm definitely gonna get it just from being here for an extended period of time but sure sure uh i i do douse myself in bourbon and isopropyl alcohol every couple hours that's reassuring so you know that's 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 more for me though like that's not a service for you. That's you like the smell. Oh yeah, just the burn. You know. I uh, I went shopping today and I don't didn't have any like wet naps in the car, but for some reason I do have a bottle of isopropyl alcohol, <laughs> which I poured all over my hands and then face. Yeah. <laughs> so desperate times. When you uh, when you coat your face in isopropyl alcohol, you gotta wait a good ten to fifteen before you breathe. Yeah, or yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was driving blind there for a while, <laughs> just going down like I five. <laughs> yeah, I was right out here actually on Hawthorne. Uh, yeah, I think it's definitely uh, it's definitely thrown into sharp focus how disgusting everyone is. Yeah, like we weren't doing any of this. Cl- hand cleaning before you mean yeah 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 that's true but what what's the worst that happened before this from not washing your hands it is disgusting i agree with you it's it feels like one of those you know every couple months there's like some shock terror story on the news where it's like is there fecal bacteria on your toothbrush (laughs) right yes Uh uh-huh it's probably yours i mean even if there is i'm not dead of mouth shits yeah I, it's making me stronger <laughs> that's what i like to think uh, the, made me the man i am today yeah all that shit in your mouth it's just it's made it's made you strong i guess we're finding out though that you can go too far with that part of me is like i guess we're lucky that it's not worse like what yeah. if it were at least it's not like a like making you act weird yeah, it's not like Ebola or rabies or something. Exactly. Even even if it was less contagious than it is, if it made you like, yeah, act zombie-ish, that would be it. Yeah, the only the only like major disruptive symptoms of the coronavirus appears to be making people want to buy dry beans and rice. That's right. Um, <laughs> so far. So far. We don't know what the fallout will be. Um, people keep saying we're, what, two weeks behind Italy? I don't even know how Italy is, but... Looks well, like they're having a good time. As uh, as somebody whose parents uh, live oh, yes. in Italy. And, What's going uh, on? Well, they got it in the first wave. Um, Confirmed? Tested? Oh, there's no test. Like, there's no test in Italy either? So that's what I mean. There's no tests here. So, and there's, I guess we're about to hit 10,000 cases, but there's probably hundreds of thousands of cases out there, right? Oh, I'm sure. If there's, it's that thing where it's like, where if you see one cockroach, there's a hundred cockroaches. Yes. Um, but yeah, they, they were, 
they went to dinner in Pavia, which is where there were a bunch of cases. And then they got on a plane and went to Israel and uh, had had a lovely trip. And then my dad went home. My mom stayed for a few extra days. And my dad texted my mom to be like, so I'm not feeling good. Uh-huh. And you should probably either go to a hospital or come home immediately. Uh, and uh, my mom did the responsible thing and masked her fever and went through like three international airports to get home. <laughs> yeah. So, Back to the hot zone though. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, out of the frying pan. she wasn't pan. spreading it to somewhere that didn't have it. Yeah, there, it, it, at the Italian like customs checkpoint like come on in it's fine it's already here you're um i heard like uh airlines are still making their flight attendants work while they're sick that's good yeah there's no chance we're gonna curb this thing is that a surprise though i mean if if you had to pick a company that was going to be like benevolent and responsible is it really going to be fucking united (laughs) i don't know yeah that's a good point every second week they like cold clock a 90 year old because he has (laughs) yogurt or something it's like fuck you (laughs) uh yeah no we're we're, it's uh, it's gonna make its run through the population and it's gonna be horrible it's gonna be awful it's gonna be bad and all we we gotta do our best to try to stop it but It's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. Like, at the very least, I'm just making a point of not going near old people. Yeah, as a courtesy. Yeah. As a good citizen. And as kind of a benefit to me, because, you know, chatty. I don't want <laughs> to deal with I that. I saw a lot of old people out today at, the, at Fred Meyer's. Like, people in the carts. What, like old people sitting in the carts? No, or? well, you know, like they're they're old to oh. the point where they cannot walk. Sure. But they are out at Fred Meyer's shopping, which... This seems to be kind of a global thing. Like, I know uh, I've seen friends of mine in both Germany and Italy where, you know, they're really aggressively aging populations. And they're like, my grandmother is still going fucking shopping every morning. And she's like 90. Mm-hmm. But she's like, got to go to the butcher and got to do the thing. I'm like, Geez. Okay, I I guess you can only do so much. To quarantine yourself? Yeah, or like to explain the severity of a problem to an old person. I mean, I guess global warming has kind of taught us that, but you know. Well, yeah, that doesn't affect them as much as it would a young person, though, global warming. Maybe, the, maybe the, okay, I don't, I've never been an old person, so I don't know. But like, maybe Likely just, story. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am aging into that, into the... Uh, <laughs> more vulnerable age group but um yeah if you're 90 do you really care this takes you out that's uh, i was talking to somebody and i'm and they they felt that i was being unnecessarily cruel to the elderly i'm like what does an old do but die like right there's a limited number of activities ahead of you and dying is definitely one of them so it's crazy (laughs) <laughs> Which is a cruel and terrible thing to say, but you know. But yes, I will not be talking to any old people face to face. If they want to FaceTime me, if they can figure out technology here at the buzzer, <laughs> then I will. But uh, I got a I got a text from my grandma. She recently figured out an iPhone, uh, and she just sent me a picture of a like tiny succulent that I gave her. Oh, it was, cool! And it was dead, 
And she's like, I guess it was the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm like, she has a sense of humor about it. I'm like, it. yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. You killed, <laughs> killed my present, but okay. Um, yeah, I want to know what the vector is, too. When are we going to figure out the vector? Everyone's saying bats, but I don't think that's been confirmed. I heard pangolins. What's a pangolin? A pangolin is an absolutely adorable, tiny, uh, armored mammal. And we oh. have hunted them to within an inch of their life. Oh, my God. So there would be a beautiful irony if it was, in fact. This is their last stand. <laughs> the last hurrah of objectively the cutest animal in the world. Oh, is that from China? Yeah. Oh. I think they're kind of all around Yeah, you see, I th- I've seen... Yeah, those yeah. are like in Latin America too, right? Yeah, they're like, there's a few varieties. Some of them are tinier and cuter than others, but like, oops, just in general, like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, they must be delicious. <laughs> that's the thing. Apparently they taste awful, but it's such like a, an honor to like, oh, they made us pangolin. We have to eat it, even though it tastes like, you know, a horse abortion or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get through this, that's going to be a delicacy. <laughs> it's going to be it's, like, remember when. I'm going to have a delicious Chinese revenge dinner. <laughs> Just eat pangolin. Right. <laughs> um, well, speaking of... Something even more spooky. <laughs> something even... I I think it would be generous to suggest that, that the scary stories we have lined up are scarier than a global pandemic. I think so. But we can hope. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I have I've pulled together a couple of spooky tales from from your general neck of the woods. Let's go. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, tell me a little bit about your belief in the supernatural. Where do you stand on spooks? Well, I do believe we are all connected. So, in well, like a in the spiritual sense, or in like a look, literal I'm, coronavirus sense, <laughs> <laughs> uh, more ways than we think. Now. I've never done a psychedelic drug in my life, except marijuana. <laughs> but I've heard when you do those drugs, you see that everything is, everything is Lauren Hill would say. <laughs> so, uh, I personally never experienced a ghost or even like a sign. I don't know if a sign is a ghost, you know, like, oh. An indicator, like a, a door moving. Right. Yeah. Like my mom would always tells a story like when her mom passed away, she hadn't found out yet, but she encountered a woman who she never seen before, like a real person. Sure. But she got a she got a sense from her that oh, this is my mom speaking to me from Yeah. Cuz she would ask her weird questions like, "Oh, how are you doing? Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. It was like, "I've never spoken to you before." But you're yeah. giving a really motherly vibe to me at this moment that happens to be the moment where my mother just passed away. So that's not a ghost, but that's definitely a... It's in the zone. Like it's it's, in, We're getting there. It's, it's phantasm adjacent. So all that is to say, no, I don't believe in ghosts at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. So devout... Uh, but I like the stories. I like the stories because I like because they're historical. You get a peek into whatever was going on. It's uh I feel like as as somebody who's in a similar boat, very skeptical, very doubting. Uh if I if I see a video of like, you know, something spooky or I hear an EVP, I get a cold shiver, you know. I'll 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 kind of be like, "Ooh, yeah. there might be something spooky out there." 
But then immediately I'm like, no, it's it's death and yeah. silence. And <laughs> I think, right, it's like The Sopranos. It just goes black. Yeah. Like, everything I know about death I learned from The Sopranos. <laughs> but these, I love these stories because I think to experience a ghost, you have to be in like a ghost setting. Yeah. Rural. Mostly rural, right? I would say so. There is very few... There's very few like urban ghost stories and most of them are like more, you know, human terror, like murderers, monsters, that kind of thing. Right. We have Um, real uh, monsters here. Yeah, that's (laughs) there's actual things to be concerned about. Uh, I I feel like we've, we've probably touched on this a couple of times, but I've always thought that part of the reason why you know, we, we stop kind of believing in spooky things is just, we get more answers to things. Like we understand how systems work. Like you, you understand why the dark sometimes looks like there's something moving in it. Like, you know, it's like, well, your eyesight's imperfect and there's a little bit of light. Right. The cones and the rods. Yeah. And so as, as your understanding of the world kind of expands, it pushes into those dark corners and you just don't get that visceral. Like I remember like being scared as a kid and it was like, the most all-encompassing, like, <gasps> like you just really feel it. And now I'm like, oh. you know, we we were in the woods camping and we encountered, you know, not visually, but we heard a cougar nearby, wow. and it was alarming. But it wasn't as alarming as walking down that hallway in the basement where the light didn't work as a kid. You know, right? Because you know, oh, I know from watching some nature show that this cougar is way more afraid of me than yeah. I of it and it's not going to bother us it's not going to eat us we don't even taste good so exactly yeah yeah so same boat I really i i dig a good ghost story um i suppose this would be the the point in, in time to tell you that often these ghost stories are not that good oh <laughs> sorry to hear that <laughs> look they're not scary well i feel like one of the things that we have have come across or you know kind of discovered time and time again is that there's only so many ghosts you know per square mile you can only have so much spooky right and uh and you know we kind of talked about this earlier uh we don't have quite the rich and storied history that you know say the south does sure so yeah here in oregon we're, we're kind of scratching some bottoms we got of lumberjacks barrels. we got prospectors yeah yeah there's a uh, haunted lighthouses um, okay got a lot of lighthouses yep yep non-specific spooks that kind of thing but you never know we might get lucky you haven't pre-read these stories these are all new to you i skim them okay all i right. give them a quick skim okay uh but uh yeah so i and, and perfect segue i have pulled together a couple from these are from kind of around about your hometown which is Corvallis, Oregon. Beautiful. The Corvallis, Willamette Valley. Oh, one of the uh, one of the better valleys in the state. It's beautiful. It's uh, the only valley. It's the only one worth knowing. Yeah, that's for, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> maybe there's other valleys, but they suck. The Willamette Valley is the only one you like. It's it's the only one that produces wine and Bigfoots. Yeah, you know, that's true. Is big Bigfoots not? In, there's no Bigfoot ghosts, right? Is there ever a story where there's like we uh, I I had my dad on a few a few months back when he was when he was here visiting and we ended up doing a Bigfoot story, um, but like all Bigfoot stories it was like I was 
maybe drunk in the woods and <laughs> oh boy did i see something kind of looked like trees i don't know yeah <laughs> um but yeah so we've we've kind of stuck a little bit more to the spooky ghosty okay um so I'm going to I'm going to give you a couple of options. Most of these are from Oregon. One is from uh from Washington cuz uh yeah, why not? It's regionally adjacent. We have The Laughing Devil. Mhm. Where's that one from? That one is from Gold Beach. Okay. Which Southern is, Oregon? Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like so much of this state is just like desert. It's like you know, desert and mountains. No one lives there now. No one yeah. ever is. No one there. wants to. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not desirable. But yeah, so uh, Laughing Devil is in Gold Beach. Uh, we have Cold, which is in. That's just the one word title. Cold. One word title. Okay. Like Where's taken. that from? That's from Ashland. Okay. Another little, southern Oregon. A little bit further south. All right. Um, we have the Cheshire Cat. Okay. Which you may know from another potentially copyrighted (laughs) (laughs) property. Yeah, we're Um, running out of stories and titles. (laughs) Uh, This one is from Eugene. And uh, there's a little bit of plagiarism (laughs) here, just a skosh. Then we also have Mountain Devils, which is uh, up from Mount St. Helens. Oh. Yeah. A little bit further afield. But I like that. Yeah, you like it. It's nice to have a good spooky devil. Yeah, it's probably the spookiest thing that's ever happened on an active volcano. Well, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how how horrifying would it have to be to beat the explosion of a mountain? <laughs> Mother Nature showing its full force. <laughs> I don't know, but did you see that wispy lady? That was pretty spooky. Almost as spooky as the time the earth exploded and blocked out the sun for a couple days. Yeah, it was it was 10 degrees colder like for four weeks afterwards across the entire globe. Uh, it snowed in July. <laughs> yeah, but the spooky lady, like she did that thing where she looks at you and screams and her mouth gets real big like in the spooky trailers. So definitely scarier. It's pretty scary. Um, let's do that one. That one? Mountain Devils? Yeah, All let's right. do Mountain Devils. All right, fingers crossed. Uh, and uh, as is the rule of the podcast, if it sucks, we can stop and choose another one. No, so we're we're powering through this. In it to win it, I like it. All right, we're uh, we're we're really doing it. There is one in here from uh, from Vancouver, Washington, but it's just a kind of a shitty story about a like substitute teacher at a school finding a ghost. Oh. Yeah, that's... And not even like a scary ghost. It's like a ghost kid who's like, I want to go to school. So, pass. School's over. School's canceled. <laughs> the The dog park that we go to is... It's on school grounds, but it's like it's a middle school. So they just not, go to the bathroom. Yeah, they nice. just vape and yeah. do, do whatever the fuck they do. Um, but even though school is canceled, they still have like a guard patrolling. Like he'll come out at like 6 p.m. and be like... Portland Public Schools says you got to have your dog on leash. And I'm like, are you, are you, we're in a pandemic. They're, they're, children won't be here for a month and a half. No, they might not be here for a year. <laughs> Depending on how bad it gets, they might not be here ever again. Yeah. But no. He's leash got, laws have to be enforced. Got to be sure that nobody's having Well, fun. it's good to just hold on to a sense of, you know, normalcy. 
<laughs> for that guy. Yeah. He needs it. I like the idea that he is not... He's like, probably not even getting paid anymore. Yeah, it's, he's probably just showing up voluntarily. He just needs to go do something. Otherwise, he's going to like murder his wife or something. Yeah. Or she's going to kill him. Hard to say. It cuts both ways. Ghost story in Sp- the making. Spooky. We can, I'll keep you posted okay. on that security guard who's going to die. All right. Mountain Devils. Well, we were working our gold mine in a canyon on the east side of Mount St. Helens when it happened. There were five of us miners. Sorry, are these um, first-person stories? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's another fun aspect of this. Uh, they are local lore and legends, but... This is like an oral history? Yeah. As, as that told... That has been corroborated by who? Are there any sources cited in these? I'm sorry, this is my first time reading well, one of these stories. I'm just wondering, I, I was expecting like, oh... You know some dates and some facts. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a discrepancy here. Some of them are like people in Cannon City hear tell of the old spooky bandage man. Okay. And some of them are like, well, I was working in the mines. Okay. So you know. Sorry to interrupt. No, no worries. That's that's what you're here for. All right. Uh, we've tried this podcast without a guest, and it's less fun. So uh, please continue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. There were five of us miners, me, my pop-in-law, my brother-in-law, and a couple of friends. We'd first staked our claim in that canyon three years afore then, back in 1921. Hmm. There weren't no roads. I feel like they didn't even talk this old-timey in 1921. It, methinks the old-timey doth protest too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, They'd be like, hey, yeah, we were mining. It's 1921. I'm a miner. I work in a hole in the ground, and, and that's that. But no, me and my pop-in-law were working a seam. Uh, you got to folksy it up. Okay. You just you just, you just just got to. Economy's booming. <laughs> Post-World War One. They were just coming out of the it's, pandemic. It's 19, yeah, it's 1921, so they, they survived, you know. Spanish flu. Yeah. Which I heard most uh, current-day flu... Epidemics are descendants of the Spanish flu because in 1977, there was a mistake in a lab. I don't know any more details than that, but someone working on Spanish flu from 1918 made a mistake. The flu got out and now most flus that we get are descendants of the Spanish flu from 1918 because someone messed up in 1977. So Steve, tell us... um exactly what happened i ate the flu it was in a tray and i ate it <laughs> like how do you um, i don't know maybe they like were testing it on animals and the animal got out like a pig got shipped to the slaughterhouse holding up a monkey and the monkey just sneezes in his face like ah fuck um <laughs> i'm not gonna tell anybody about this it's probably fine i'm probably immune <laughs> it's, i've been it's, working in here for years i've never gotten anything it's it's like it's like every zombie movie where somebody gets bit by a zombie and they're like I'm probably fine, though. I right? mean, that's happening today. Yeah, yeah. Thousands of different times around this country. So, yes, it's not out of the realm of possibility. <sighs> oh, God. But, yeah, these these miners have survived uh, Spanish flu, presumably by just hiding in their mine shaft. Um, that's the best way. <laughs> stay down there with the carbon monoxide and you're fine. Um, uh, 
I was the first of the fellers to notice the strange tracks in the sandy spot down by the creek where we washed our dishes. Okay. They were really big tracks. They looked at first glance like a huge man's footprints. Hmm. If, of course, the man was fool enough to walk barefoot over this terrain. Sounds like Bigfoot. It feels like maybe you've conjured some kind of a Bigfoot story into this podcast. Um, <laughs> they were almost 19 inches long. Okay. And they were off a bit. Meaning that these prints only had four toes on each foot. Like the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, it was an animated <laughs> character. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, if you were in the woods and you just came across Mr. Burns, you'd be fucking terrified. Yeah, very yellow. (laughs) Jaundicey. (laughs) I know what's wrong with him, but his liver's fucked up. The other fellers thought that they were the prince of some oversized Indian uh, and started carrying their rifles on the way to the mine each morning. Some of these are going to be problematic. Just Yeah, look, they weren't too woke in 1921. Time and place. Personally, I thought the tracks were left by some sort of mountain devil. Okay. (laughs) Like I'd heard tell from some of the settlers living in Kelso. Uh, Nice. Probably still a (laughs) shithole. Still still a bunch of people talking about mountain devils over in Kelso. Uh, They described it as a large, hairy critter that walked upright like a man, but had the face and arms of an ape. Okay. This should have been called not should have just been called Bigfoot. This story, I feel like, not Mountain Devil. Spoilers: it it might be a Bigfoot. Now it was pretty creepy working on the mountain those first two years. Bizarre shadows could be seen near the entrance to the mine where no shadows should appear. They looked like the shadows cast by enormous hulking figures that stood just out of sight, watching us work. We heard an odd thumping noise, like the sound of a hollow drum coming from the woods on our claim. And sometimes I heard a strange whistling sound. Mm -hmm. Once I even thought I saw a black figure out of the corner of my eye lurking in the trees near the cabin. But when I looked over, there was nothing there. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's probably Bigfoot. Um, But, you know, hey. They might surprise us. Yeah, there might be a twist. Yeah, we we just. I think there's going to be a twist. I'm hoping that it's going to be. Uh, I don't even want to speculate. No speculating. All right, we're just gonna we're gonna keep it. To well, what would you say? Well, okay, yeah. Let's make some All predictions right. let's, here. Let's 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 put some let's put some uh, figurative money on this. Uh, I'm going to guess that it is some kind of a Bigfoot, but it's like a spectral Bigfoot. A dead big. Yeah, Bigfoot? like spirit big feet. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. It is uh it is the ghost of a oversized miner. Ele- a miner with elephantitis. I was about to say like an elephant miner. An elephant <laughs> miner, yes. Um, That'd be um, great. But the four toes. That's interesting. That's not human. That's not human. That's also to the best of my knowledge, not ape. Yeah, not the, mammalian yeah. either. <laughs> How many toes do dogs have? One, two, three. And then they have the one up here. Yeah, I think it's four, including the one up there. All the, right. So it could be some type of bipedal bear animal. Okay, now we'll take this back just a couple of steps. Might it not just be a bear? Could be a bear, like, just trying <laughs> to climb a tree. <laughs> I 
can't tell you how much I want for it to just be a bear. I'm going to go, yeah, uh, black bear. Okay, you're going with black bear? All right. I mean, it won't be because that would be very anticlimactic, but <sighs> some of these are. You never know. Okay. You never can tell. Ghost bear. I'm going ghost bear. <laughs> uh, one afternoon after quitting time, my pop-in-law Marion and me were walking down to the creek to get some water when Marion spotted something, a very big something, crouched behind a tree. I was spooked as soon as I saw it. It was tall and covered with long black hair. It had the face and arms of a gorilla. Okay. Eh. And its ears were How good. How do they f- know what a gorilla looks like? Good question. It is 1921. Maybe they had zoos? They probably didn't even know that Europe existed. Well, they probably came from Europe. Yeah, that's... But there are no gorillas in Europe. (laughs) Okay, yes, they would know. (laughs) I'm kind of skeptical a miner would know what a gorilla looks like in 1921. Yeah. But maybe I'm I'm not... We might be giving... Historically accurate. Yeah, not giving them enough credit here. Yeah, Uh, but I feel like... It's probably fair to say if you're a miner who was born in, you know, where is this fucking from? Like Kelso, right. 1920s Kelso. Uh, yeah, you probably don't know your ass from your elbow. Maybe they saw it in a book. Yeah. yeah. They've never seen a gorilla in person. I'm in gorilla. Book maybe. Maybe somebody told them about it. Yeah. Okay. There, there are big monkeys somewhere. All right. Um, I'll play along. I'll go with it. I'll I'll give this, you know, lunatic hillbilly the benefit of the doubt <laughs> for now. <laughs> I've frozen my tracks and my heart clenched so tight that it hurt my chest and made it hard to breathe. It's called a heart attack. I was suddenly aware of how far we were from civilization. There was no one around to help us. Marion shouldered his rifle before I could get a good grip on mine. And he let off three concussive shots. Pieces of bark threw into the air with each shot. I was pretty sure he got the critter right in the head. Right. We started running towards the place where the body should have been, but there was nothing there. I gaped at the empty spot, and then I saw the thing running away. I aimed my rifle and let off another three rounds. It kept running. Mountain Devil, I exclaimed. (laughs) Love when the title of the story is in the story. (laughs) That was a nice bow. It's like in that one Star Trek movie where uh, the guy who played the farmer in Bay was like, And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. That's the movie. <laughs> Mountain Devil, I exclaimed. The folks in town were right. Marion was shaking his head. I know, I hit it right in the head. It was a clear shot. Eh, ghost Bigfoot. Right. Eh, ghost Bigfoot. Astral. Um... Oh, yeah, maybe they're like extra-dimensional big feet. Like it's just it's man in another dimension. Yeah, I feel like that's too high concept for a book like this. You're For a book called Spooky. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. But uh, it could be. I am hoping for it. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's fair. But what did I guess it was? A bear? You said, okay, so it's not a bear. Well, you said ghost bear. Okay. So it could still oh, The ghost of a bear. <laughs> Um, which there should probably be odds are there are if there's ghosts there's bear ghosts and there i can think of nothing more upsetting than that a ghost bear why yeah it just seems awful like i mean bear bear is bad enough but like add ghost into the equation like that's trouble (laughs) yeah 
they're more afraid of us than they we are of them though so even when they're ghosts <laughs> i feel like they'd be even more more scared <laughs> um, yeah they're concerned about getting ghost busted is is the thing um, <laughs> um <laughs> we went back to the cabin and we told everyone else about it i was uncomfortable in my head all right the weirdest it's a weird phrase maybe that's like a so, phrase of the time that's how they describe mercury poisoning in the 20s um but apparently i wasn't the only one bothered by the thought of the creature the other fellows looked a bit green around the gills too after discussing it at length we all agreed that it was time to get out until things settled down a bit we couldn't reach the place we'd parked the car until after dark wait I okay yeah, i i all right <laughs> i had a moment where i'm like wait car car yeah um, okay model t sure yeah it's, <laughs> it's strange to, that you would have one up at a mine shaft though yeah were there you, roads back then he said there weren't no roads so maybe it's parked really far away i guess somebody's gonna steal your car they probably didn't have keys back then. Yeah, no. Um, that car's gone. They're going to die. It was like a Honda Civic. is just a universal <laughs> key. <laughs> yeah, you could just put like a folded up gum wrapper in there and it'll it'll do. Yeah. Um, okay. So they couldn't get to the place where they'd park the car until after dark. So they planned to close up the mine in the morning and hightail it out of there with some equipment. They drew straws to see whose turn it was to bunk on the floor, and then they lay down to sleep. That's when the attack began. It started with a huge thud against the side of the cabin that knocked a chunk of wood right on top of Marion. He gave a yell and grabbed for his rifle while I pulled the wood off him. Male Marion. Male Marion, yeah. Mary Weather Lewis? (laughs) Yeah, that was was a guy. I was uh, was almost named Mary Weather. Wow. Yeah. Dodged a bullet there. I mean, I... I like Avalon better. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm good with. I'm what would you go by if you were Merryweather though? Would you just go by Mary? Yeah, I think I would. A man named Mary. That's fine. I think I'd have to. There's nothing it's, wrong with that. I like I've I've known like Guy Stacy's and and Ashley's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll occasionally meet like an uh, old timey, like an older Evelyn. Really? There's uh, Evelyn, Hillary, and Vivian. All used Vivian. To be, I know. Right? Yeah. I think the spelling used to be different, but yeah, yeah, dude names through and through. Yeah, now that you mention it, my great-grandfather, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh. Uh, tell me what, Tell me about your great-grandfather's emails. <laughs> he had some pretty risque letters. <laughs> it, it goes to show, like, this is how engaging the story is that we're like... No, I'm excited. This is, the, this is the button right here. Something's happening. Like, how long are these stories... Yeah, between uh, between like five and six pages. Oh, okay. we're not too far into this one, are we? Oh no, we're we're getting there. We got we got like two more pages. Left. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. So uh, the cabin's being attacked. Mary Weather, Mary Miss, Marianne, Mister Marion just suffered a concussion. <laughs> uh, Marion Barry, he's, he's concussed. Uh, gave out a yell and grabbed for his rifle. Then a terrible caterwauling rose from outside the cabin. What's a caterwauling? Like okay. uh, like uh shrieking like cats i guess caterwaul you know oh, okay making right. a, a racket some sort of a ruckus all right uh as yeah i'm just gonna get time for a caterwaul if ever there was a time when you're being when you're being home invaded 
It's home invasion. <laughs> it's funny games, but with Bigfoot. A cabin invasion. <laughs> um, it was a horrible shrieking noise that ground over the nerves like broken bits of glass and brought the rest of the fellows and I bolt upright in our beds. I heard something knock over the woodpile beside the cabin, and Marion put an eye to a crack in the logs. It was hard to see in the dark night outside, but after a moment, he reported that he could see three large, hairy shapes, mm. and they looked just like the gorilla creatures that Marion had shot earlier that day. From the terrible noise they were making, I figured that there were probably more than three of them out there. The wall shook as a rock suddenly slammed against them. The wailing, shrieking sounds grew louder, and more rocks hit the wall. A couple came right down the chimney and rolled onto the floor. We took some shots through the gaps in the logs, trying to scare the creatures away from the cabin. And it seemed to work. They pulled back for a while. But then they'd rush us again, pounding the walls with their bodies and throwing rocks until the rifle shots forced them away. Mm. In all fairness, fucking horrifying. Like, the story's not doing a lot to sell it, but... Just being in the woods is scary enough. Yikes. Being attacked by a wild animal, yeah. which is what's happening here. Yeah. A wild animal with thumbs. They can, How do you think they have a... Oh, because they're throwing stuff? Yeah, they're picking stuff up. They're throwing rocks. They're knocking over wood piles. Yeah. I had an old-timey baseball player, was there? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just Babe Ruth out there. <laughs> <laughs> there was a pitcher with only four fingers. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck was that guy? That guy's more recent. Yeah, there was a... Oh, are you thinking about the the dude who had the weird like arm injury where he had some crazy muscular deformation that basically turned his arm into a slingshot? The rookie of the year? Maybe. The movie? <laughs> Unclear. I don't know anything about sports. I don't know. No, I haven't heard that. That could be true, though. Yeah, it was like he, he could like kind of put tension on the muscle and then it would snap forward, kind of like yeah. a... That's all pitching is. It's just misdirection. It's if even if you don't throw that fast, if you just throw weird, <laughs> be weird about it. Yeah, uh, baseball is. So I, you lucked out not learning about sports up until now because you won't have to worry about them at all in the future. I guess. I mean, I'm gonna miss curling. I think we could still get away with curling because that's only. There's no crowd. Yeah. There's no crowd, but that's not by design. Like, right. they want there to be a crowd. There is not. Yeah, I guess we could still curl. We could still curl if the team was just quarantined together the whole time. All of the all of the good sports will still make it. Like, you know, the ski jumping, the biathlon. That you like they... those sports? Oh, so you're a Winter Olympic? Yeah. You know, it's just the guy. But you just see a guy on skis, and then he stops, and he shoots something. He skis that's, away. Yeah. That's That's a fun one. Yeah, other than that, no, that's really... Rhythmic gymnastics, that's great. That's the one where they have the stick with a ribbon on it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Lo- it's very ribbon-based. Truly, sport of kinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, they're being attacked by... Okay, they're under siege. Potentially ghost bears. They're not bears. making any contact with their rifles. Which no, no, no. Which I feel it's, is concerning. It's, it's troubling. Uh, I guess maybe rifles weren't as good back then. Yeah, it was like a buckshot yeah, type of thing. Yeah, they're they're irritating the big feet or the ghost bears more than anything else. Yeah, well, I'm beginning to think that they're not 
of this world since they're not they have not made contact. It is po- it is possible that they are spectral attackers. Right. But that doesn't make sense because can ghosts throw things? I think historically they can, but it takes a lot of work. They have to be really like, angry. Yeah, it's it's you know, throwing rocks seems like it'd be a lot of work. Or a lot of work to make it into a chimney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basketball. Is that a sport? I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it probably wasn't invented. No, it was invented, but there wasn't any professional basketball players back back then. So. Yeah. And they wouldn't have thrown it down a chimney because they were still throwing them into like peach baskets, yeah. right? Yeah. But the fact that these things could throw it into the chimney is quite impressive. Maybe. And based, I mean, based on the next sentence, maybe we'll, we'll, hear a little bit more about their physicality uh all at once we heard the pounding of several pairs of large feet on the roof okay at the same time rock smashed the logs of the cabin from the ground level and the door shivered under the impact of a tremendous body so they're making contact it feels it feels like they're physical we might we might both be wrong on this one i Um, mean logically they're big feet big feets big fetuses yeah Angrier than I would have expected. Yeah, usually you know? they try to keep their distance. Maybe from... this is—it's the twenties. Maybe this is before they figured out that we have guns. Yeah, maybe this is their first contact with a with a person. Steep learning curve. The mountain devils on the roof were scraping with large hands, and one of them managed to break through a small section of the roof. A long arm covered with black hair stretched down through the hole, groping for an axe, leaning against a nearby wall. <laughs> Uh, I gave a shout and plunged forward as the axe shot uh, toward the ceiling. What? So now they're summoning axes? Groping for an axe, leaning against a nearby wall, I gave a shout and lunged forward as the axe shot towards the ceiling. They appear to be summoning axes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. It's a twist. Weird. I managed to turn the axe so it wouldn't fit through the opening and got a firmer grip on it as the creature tugged it up and down in frustration. Oh. So maybe it just... Reached through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Poorly written, spishy sploshers. A moment later, the axe and I fell together to the floor, and I tucked it away under the bunk. Hmm. All right. Feels like you would want to keep that in hand. Um, The attack lasted all night. I was shaking with terror the entire time. Sometimes the shrieking would die away for a while and we'd relax, only to be buffeted by another assault of rocks. Occasionally we'd let off a shot with one of the rifles, but it didn't help much. We couldn't see to aim. I thought I'd go mad a couple of times when the glowing eyes glared down at us through the small hole in the roof. Or a tremendous crash would bend the logs until it seemed that they would break. As the sky lightened towards dawn, the attacks got less and less frequent till they stopped altogether. Hmm. We lay huddled on the cabin floor, shattered in spirit. Finally convinced that it was over, we peeked nervously through every crack in the building to check that the creatures were truly gone before we grabbed our things and made a mad dash for the mine to retrieve our costly gear. Hmm. Can't leave that behind. I'm sorry, at that point, like, fuck it. <laughs> um... Get the Model T and get out of there. <laughs> yeah, get get back to your old car that's definitely been stolen. Um, as we made our way to the mine, we saw another of the ape-like creatures standing by the edge of the canyon. Jesus. They're just fucking ever Jesus. Yeah. Uh, 
We panicked. I grabbed my rifle and shot at <laughs> the it. The rifle's not working. <laughs> you not make this is like one of those <laughs> scenes in Rambo where like eight thousand rounds go off and no one gets hit. Well, we could try the guns. <laughs> I think we should try the guns again. <laughs> um, Have they tried talking to them? Sorry. <laughs> like what? Yeah. What do you even? I guess a shrug is probably universal. Just like, eh. it's like a nod. Like, hey, what's up, yeah. dude? <laughs> just yeah, just like fist to the sky. Yeah, that'd probably do it. Um, Seems like they kind of started it by shooting at him. Yeah, that first one wasn't doing much. Yeah, I will. I'll give you that. Um, weird that humans would be the one to be the aggressor. Yeah, that's strange. Colonialists. <laughs> I grabbed my rifle and I shot at it, forcing my hands to remain steady. Mm. I got it three times in the back before it could turn its head. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. It toppled head over heels down. There the- we go. Yeah, you finally fucking got one. After a like video game level of ammunition <laughs> so far, like reload, reload, <laughs> uh, <laughs> splashed into the swift current of the river. That tore it, of course. If the mountain devils were mad before, they'd be furious now. <laughs> uh, there was, n- yeah, right. Like you know, they had a chance to just fucking bail, but no, let's kill a couple more on the way out. Um, <laughs> We rushed away as fast as our legs would carry us down to the place where we'd stashed the car. Right. <laughs> Put it under a rock. It's tiny. Um, Put some branches over it. <laughs> it's, it's like the Batmobile in the 60s Batman. It's just like behind a billboard. <laughs> then we hightailed it to Kelso with our bizarre story, hoping to have a good long drink to settle our nerves. Wait, they didn't go down to look at the dead mountain devil nope this is let's let it no confirmation of swept away by a river it's probably it's probably fine discovered a new species don't care back i could go for a drink (laughs) Uh, tour the country with the corpse of this thing could quit my mind and business yeah they are but simple miners uh uh yeah no if they if they had that kind of cognitive wherewithal, they might not just be like digging a hole in the woods. So, the police and the reporters formed a posse shortly after hearing our story, and they all went gorilla hunting. They found the cabin even more battered and torn up than we'd reported, and they saw more of those huge four-toed footprints. But they never saw the apes that attacked our camp. They'd escaped into the wilderness. They were too wily to return while the hunters were nearby. After the incident at Ape Canyon. It's called Ape Canyon. (laughs) Oh my God. We decided to abandon our claim. It wasn't worth the risk. And I'd rather be poor and alive than wealthy and dead. Those other fellers, they agreed. That's that. End of story. Have you been to the Ape Caves Uh, before? Yeah. Is that where they are? Yeah. Oh. It's up by Mount St. Helens. I didn't know that was why they were called that. Huh. That makes that slightly more scary. I guess. But why are they called the eight? Why? It's Bigfoot. Are they Bigfoot caves? I mean, like, is that? They call them the ape caves. Huh. Is Bigfoot an ape? 
in the same way that we are an ape, so too is Bigfoot an ape. True. Um, wow. I feel like this story was made up. <laughs> Did not happen. Do you, do you think it might be the kind of thing that somebody would maybe tell their wife after a drunken Randy weekend. Yeah, like we went out, we went prospecting for a few months. We did not find anything. Because we were attacked by a bunch of mountain devils. That gave me syphilis. That's right, yeah. So... They transmitted syphilis through their eyes onto my dick. Well, you know, uh, Lady Marion, different Marion than Guy Marion, uh, they call syphilis the ape man's curse. So, I don't know. Yeah, I might have didn't think it could pass from ape to human, but apparently it could. Turns out, yeah, I definitely didn't get it from, you know, House of Ill Repute. (laughs) I've never been to a brothel. Uh, Ignore all of the business cards from brothels in my pocket. (laughs) He's just reaching into his pocket. There's just like frilly lace garters in there. It's like Um, like those cards you get in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) They have flappers on them. (laughs) With phone numbers. Just two digit phone numbers or however long the phone numbers were back then. Call 16 for a good time. He's just got like, I picture just a guy who like actively has lipstick on his face. Be like, oh, the monkey. Oh, boy. Those apes, they got us. <laughs> <It's> monkey blood. <laughs> I fought an ape. I had to strangle it to death. That killer ape wouldn't stop kissing me. <laughs> Tried to bite me all over my body. The soft lips. I mean, ape bite. Uh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, no, this sounds like the kind of thing that you would tell somebody as an excuse for. And failure. Do you think it? it is as simple as... They were all holed up at this cabin. They got super drunk on, was this during Prohibition? I think it was, twenty, like 19 to 23 maybe? Yeah, it uh, was. Round about Let's there. Let's say it was. Yeah, sure. Uh, future Avalon will, will tell us. It was, in fact, during Prohibition, you are correct, past Avalon. Do you think it's as simple as like, got fucked up on moonshine and wood alcohol started hallucinating shot some holes in the ceiling and then had to come (laughs) up with like a convenient story for why they trashed a cabin i think there was a bear hanging around i'm going back to my bear theory there was a bear hanging around they freaked out started shooting at the bear now the thing about the bear attacking their cabin yes that could be blackout got a hold of a bad case of absinthe started hallucinating what a fucking bummer to be off your ass on some kind of like a poorly regulated prohibition era liquor yeah all this stuff and then bear right bummer not what you want and they couldn't say they were drinking because that was against the law oh yeah Mm -hmm. it it's a weird time to live in when the plausible alternative to we had some whiskey and shot a hole in the ceiling is there are ape men <laughs> and they wanted our axe for murder. They didn't like us mining. They were anti They were environmentalist apes. It's like they always say, ape hate mine. <laughs> <laughs> ape don't mine. 
<laughs> so uh, we we always rate these stories on okay. a, on a scale of uh, one to five somethings of your choosing. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna give this one. Yeah. How does this compare to all the other ones you've read? Because this is my first one. It's it's lower tier. This like is, oh okay. You know it's that's disappointing. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Like nobody. Uh, Ideally, the thing that would have happened is, you know, the apes got in, killed three of them, made one of them their bride, and then this <laughs> okay. guy got away. That's a five out of five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, or it turns out that the uh, the miners were the apes all along, and the things in the woods are humans, and we're in an alternate universe. Something. Damn. I guess uh, that extraterrestrial, that there, Black Mirror-ish? There have been one or two that had like a weird peculiar turn at the end where you're like ah okay i see what you're doing there um but uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say that this one i'm i'm giving it three out of five wood alcohol filled miners okay all right very Um, average yeah just standard you know it's it's okay right it is at its core a spooky thing okay you know I'm going to give it a two. Fair. That's because fair. I feel like I need, we need to go check to see if this is really the reason why that it's called the ape caves. Because I have a feeling it's not. This story was retrofitted to explain why they are called the ape caves. I'm, I'm, and that's why the story was so shot. Why are they calling them an ape? An ape devil or whatever, yeah. mountain devil. It's a Bigfoot. Ape devil. Yeah, I'm actually going to look this up right now, and I I think that this is... I feel like this story was retrofitted to, to, to explain why something is named what it is yeah it's the, it's the kind of thing where it's like oh you know those that's where that's where some apes got a guy once the longest continuous lava tube in the continental United States right offers 2.5 miles of dark explorations for the adventurous uh, formed 2,000 years ago lava flowed down Named after its original explorers. Oh, shit. And not the hairy ape-like humanoid said to roam the surrounding mountainside. What? That's it? I'm just trying to figure out who the original explorers are. Was it just a guy named Ape? Like, I'm John Ape. This is my cave. (laughs) Marianne Ape. Um, Uh... So yeah, I guess kind of unclear on that one. Um, but even though there is no evidence, uh, apparently there are a lot of sightings of big feats around there. Of course. So eh, not entirely without merit. But that does kind of support your theory that somebody kind of found a cave and pasted a spooky ape story onto it i think that's what's going on yeah which is why i only give it a two that's fair i think that that's uh that's entirely reasonable um we've we've had a couple uh that that have really been like some some dude like time traveled back to gettysburg dude that's awesome you say that but then the story just and 
he offhand mentions traveling in time. Like, he's like, oh, well, I just have these psychic moments where I go back in time in my head. And I'm like, that's a cognitive disorder. Uh, but I also heard a door slam once. Basically. Like, it's like, he's like, oh, I went back to Gettysburg as a child. But now let me tell you about when I went back and saw the Lewis and Clark expedition. And it's just 10 pages. Like, I walked through the woods and I saw a whale skeleton. I'm like, fuck you. So, yeah, that's why I'm going three out of five off their tits on methanol miners. I think we could do better, though. I feel like... I think so. Uh, I think we can definitely... I think we can definitely um, improve this one. So, the options available. Sure. uh, Now now it is my turn. Right, you Um, pick. I get to choose one. Uh, It's a frustrating position to be in because I'm the one who makes or breaks it now. Um, I'm going to think about it while I grab a beer. Uh, yeah. 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 You cut this part out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a professional. Here's judicious editing. That's cool. I like a podcast with good editing. I, uh... I'm going to need you all to roll plus charm to do the ad. That's a five. I got a ten. Eight. All right, Travis. Buddy can manage to get out the name of the show, but not much else. Monster Pod. Sadie, Jimmy's going to be able to get out the premise, but you didn't roll high enough for any spoilers. Monster Pod is a real play Monster of the Week podcast where four government-employed idiots try to save the world. Sarah, Thomason rolled high enough to finish the ad. Releases every other Friday here on So Below Media. <sighs> All right, well, I think I think I'm going to do... Yeah, okay, the one, the the Cheshire Cat one from Eugene appears to be about people at the University of Oregon taking LSD and hallucinating a Cheshire Cat. Mm. As tempting as that is, I think I'm going to maybe go with a, a more traditional ghost story. Okay, all right. Um, Like some ghosts, baby. Or should we do Devil's Kiss? I'm yeah. It's all what's in a what's in a name, anyways. Could be a totally different story. I feel like it's a toss up between Laughing Devil and uh, and Cold. Cold. Sounds like, sounds like a Liam Neeson movie. Yeah, I'm out here with these wolves. There is a symmetry to having the devil. Okay. In both, you know. I like it. Good change of pace from the long windedness of those uh, those big big feats. All right. Laughing Devil, Gold Beach. Round about 1850 or so, Grandpa and his boy living in the Willamette Valley heard from a passing tradesman that gold had been found in the hills along the Rogue River. Mm. Have you been? I've been to the Rogue River. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful country. Terrible beer. Yeah. That's here. I've heard they treat their employees very poorly. Seems bad. But, you know, who knows? Please book me on that show that takes place there. Gold fever hit them, two bachelors, within minutes of hearing the report. And they decided they'd best get in a claim. Lickety split before any of them 49ers down in California heard about it. I don't don't like 
the idea of referring to a man and his grandson as bachelors. Two bachelors. Yeah, that confused me. I had to read that twice because I didn't know if I was saying it right. Gold fever hit them two bachelors. I didn't know what they were referring to. <clears throat> yeah, it, it is seemed- a man and his yeah grandson. Right. Yeah, because it, it seemed like it was like gold hit them. Gold fever hit them. Two bachelors on their way. I'm like, this is a Why weird are they, so the, sentence. The boy is a bastard, apparently, if there are two <clears throat> bachelors. Yeah, does, does the grandfather just not, not want to admit that he's the father? Oh, you think it's one of those situations? I'm your grand... What happened to your... So your your father, who you think your father is really your brother. Oh. I don't want to get into I don't. thinking about how this happened. Yeah, what happened to the father? Where is he? The, the, the boy has to have a, a father figure or someone who he thinks is his oh, father. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where is this man? There he's in California. One of them 49ers. <laughs> Almost won the Super Bowl this year. Is that a sport? I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> they hightailed it to the coast and went straight to the closest general store to stock up on food and placer mining supplies am i saying that right huh placer mining supplies i'm gonna say yes cost them a mint but they didn't care soon they'd be rich i guess all right that feels optimistic also i realize that we are tempting fate by choosing another mining story i like it uh all right let's let's cross i I was just here last year the rogue river and it, it it's a good setting for a ghost story so i think we're in for a all right. Pleasant surprise. Seems spooky. It is very spooky down there. Very secluded. Very uh, rugged. Bigfoot country. Hopefully it's not a Bigfoot story. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucked up? <clears throat> it's just the same story, but from the perspective of the Bigfoots. A big ape. <laughs> they were at the store. While they were at the store, the owner came out of the back to chat with the new prospectors. During the visit, he warned them to avoid Laughing Devil Canyon. Hmm. It was said to be haunted by an evil spirit that twisted the heads off anyone roaming through the canyon after dark, dragging their bodies up to its lair and gnawing on their bones. All right. Could be a Bigfoot. Fair enough. It seems... uh... They do say it's a spirit, though, so that's different. Maybe this is that ghost bear you were talking about earlier. This could be. (laughs) (laughs) ghost bear the prospectors burst out laughing when they heard this load of hokum a laughing hokum it's uh not appropriate (laughs) i'd assume i don't know what that means it it sounds like an ethnic slur yeah i don't know which ethnicity not a good one probably one that doesn't even exist anymore (laughs) it's just been uh it's like how people were racist towards Irish people <laughs> back in the 1800s. Now, <clears throat> they're from an island and they like potatoes. I don't trust it, <laughs> said apparently an Irish person That's based good, on the accent. <laughs> yeah, you're Irish uh, racist against another Irish person. <laughs> a laughing devil. What was a devil or two when gold was on the line? The storekeeper shook his head and handed them their parcels. He'd warn them. That was all he could do. All right. Well, that feels like foreshadowing. Yeah, there's a lot of foreshadowing here. (laughs) 
What say we jog up to Laughing Devil Canyon tonight, partner? Said the grizzle-haired, red-faced prospector to his grandson. Okay. Grandpa's grandpa's drunk again. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. We get some insight into their family dynamic. Who he'd raised as his own son after his daughter and her husband died in a fire. Okay. That he set or... (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) Hopefully we find out. Grandpa's a bit of a fire bug. (laughs) That's why his face is so red. (laughs) Hideously burned. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a cartoon (laughs) smut all over his face. (laughs) Sure thing, Pa, said the curly-haired imp. Gross. (laughs) What? Wait. Imp, that implies he's differently able <laughs> what does that mean by best case scenario it implies naughtiness oh but it feels troublingly sexual i don't really I what don't, is an imp I don't, I don't know what an imp is i guess we might need this like, we'll, okay we'll throw up a picture of an imp curly haired imp the grandpa's <clears throat> grizzle haired i don't know what that means I'm picturing pubes. Just a pube beard. All right. Imp might... Well, okay. Imp. Interesting. Okay. So, some sort of... Little devil. Yeah, it's some sort of a spectral goo of some kind. So, yeah, maybe that's like... uh, Yeah, like calling somebody like a little, little devil or something, you know? Right. Maybe that's the... Maybe uh, he's the protagonist here. Is he the laughing devil? Maybe he's a, maybe he was dead all along. <laughs> all right. Sure thing, Pa, said the curly-haired imp. Betcha that story was put out by gold by a gold miner who didn't want anyone stealing his claim. Betcha right, said his grandpa. Chuckling happily, the old man and the young boy stomped out into the hills, keeping their eyes open for any promising sparkles in the streams. Or interesting looking seams in the jutting rocks. It's an interesting philosophy to take on things where it's like, you shouldn't go to murder house because you'll get murdered. <laughs> right. And then to be like, well, murder house, that that's probably just put out by uh, somebody who kept all their jewels at murder house and they call it murder house so we don't go get their jewels right they just don't want us snooping around or or they could just murder you because there are jewels there and they don't want you to have them even if if there are jewels or gold we could stick with gold for this metaphor it seems likely that uh, you would be really motivated to protect your your gold seam with more than just like a folksy tail. Right. Like you're waiting there with an axe to get them. We will see. <laughs> they obtained directions to Laughing Devil Canyon from the lady who ran the post office and they headed straight there. It was about noon when they entered the narrow canyon and started making their way through the dim light that filtered down... From the high walls above. Gloomy, said the boy cheerfully. (laughs) Makes a body think there might be something in that devil story after all. About a million dollars in gold, I'm thinking, said his grandpa. Just you keep prospecting. Okay. 
<laughs> so is he actively like panning or like? I think they're just looking. It's oh, yeah. the old eye test, which traditionally has worked <laughs> when looking for gold. I don't know. Like, I feel like I got so many swimmers and like just right. Sh- like, and you know, I do a fair amount of psychedelic drugs. So that might be part of it, but like I wouldn't trust that. If <laughs> if I was looking for gold in the woods, it would take a million years. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to get like an industrial mining operation going to maybe find <laughs> a little seam. Slowly, the boy and his grandpa kept their way through the deep gulch, searching the walls and stream bed for telltale signs of gold. Round about dusk, the boy let out a yelp of excitement and started shouting to his grandpa, I've found it! I've found me some gold! The old man came a-running, his red face glowing almost as bright as the setting sun. Man and boy started panning in the stream and gee willikers (laughs) if they didn't find a mess of gold right then and there. A mess. A whole mess. mess. of gold. A whole grip of gold. How much of an alcoholic do you have to be for your face to gleam like the setting sun? <laughs> Good to be sunburned. I don't know if they had SPF back then in 1850. Fair. <laughs> well, and the water gave you typhus, so. <laughs> That's true. That is. Okay. We got ourselves a claim, shouted Grandpa, tearing off his hat and throwing it in the air. Gold, shouted the boy. Gold. They danced around in the stream bed, throwing water into the air for sheer joy. And that's when the laughter began. It started low. Just an evil sound and chuckle that raised the hair on the back of the neck and froze the limbs in place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) The miners stared at one another droplets of water falling all around them as the laughter got louder and louder bouncing off the walls of the narrow gulch it didn't sound human it had strange undertones that made the whole body shiver and shake and set the feet to run in before the mind could register the movement so more like a more like a butthead than a beavis yeah (laughs) like it's you know it's it's deep it's spooky you know it's very spooky It's the devil. <laughs> a donning packs, gold and reason. Abandoning, sorry, there abandoning packs, gold and reason. The boy and his grandpa raced out of the stream and down the length of the gulch as the laughter grew louder and louder, hurting their ears and making tears of pain sting their eyes. Oh, God. To, to get to the point where you're abandoning gold and reason. All reason. I feel like reason would be abandoned before gold. It feels like you just hold on to the rocks, right? Like they're in your. You just put it. Put the gold in your pocket. Yeah, carry some gold out. You can buy a new pickaxe. It's fine. Yeah, and you know where the gold is, so you can always go back later. Yeah, like during the day, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, or with more. I guess you don't want to involve more people in this situation. Bring a cross. Catch 22 here. <laughs> yeah, in order to get the gold from the Laughing Devil, you have to bring enough people so that everybody just breaks even, basically. Right. You know? And who knows? Maybe the Laughing Devil... Well, we'll find out what the Laughing Devil is. I think it's a ghost bear. Ghost bear? I'm going ghost bear. 
Hmm. I'm going uh, like the Hobbit dragon, like a Smaug. Oh. Yeah. Some kind of a, you know, spooky Guga. Yeah. Have you ever heard this? You've been down to the Rogue River before. Been down to the Rogue River, and I feel like... Did you hear tale of this This, this laughing story? devil? I feel like, actually, there was an episode with Carolyn Maine where I think we did a very cursory skimming of this story. Like, okay. But this was before we found these spooky books. We were just using... Ooh. Ghosts and Monsters of Oregon by Mike Helm, which is over there on that shelf. Uh, and it was like a one paragraph thing like, oh, guys went and oh, spooky devil. That was oh, it. What'd we you know? Make the rest up. There's been there's been a lot of uh, additional information here that is that is making me hope that this leads to a more engaging crescendo. Well, we're, we're actually almost done. So I think I got to wrap it up fast. Well, we have a few more pages. All right, okay. Darkness was falling swiftly around them as they stumbled over rocks and jumped falling trees in sheer panic. Then the boy let out a scream of terror and started backpedaling as a huge winged shape shot over his head and landed right in front of him. A huge winged shape. Okay. Okay. Shot over and landed right in front of him, blocking the path through the narrow canyon. It was a foul creature, more skeleton than living flesh. It towered 10 feet above them, and it had giant leathery wings like a bat and a narrow, evil face like a crocodile with the same sharp teeth. Okay, so a dragon. Yeah, this is a, this is, seems like more of a dragon than a devil. This is a dragon. Just in the same way that, that a Bigfoot is not an ape. So much as it is a Bigfoot, this devil is not so much a devil as it is a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Did they have dragons back then in the 1850s? They must have They known, must have, right? Because that's yeah. how medieval... Yeah. It's a dragon. They would know more about dragon than devil, I would assume. Yeah, or a crocodile. I guess you know what a crocodile <sighs> is. I, maybe it's that thing where yeah, you just, you know, whatever the spooky thing is, you you call it a devil, like... It's like, right. what is it? The devil. It's like, you, you see a, a, a little tiny twister kind of thing. You're like, dust devil. I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. always Satan. I don't. <laughs> everything we can't explain is the devil. My religion has made me so scared that everything that is troubling to me must be the devil. Yeah. This is a gold devil. <laughs> Grandpa ground to a halt behind the boy and grabbed hold of his shoulders, trying to stay upright. The two ended up in a heap at the feet of the laughing devil, and the beast started chuckling again in the same horrible rumbling tone that made their bones vibrate with terror. I love the idea that this thing is just... (laughs) There's a picture. There it is. It looks... What does that look like? Uh, Have you ever seen that gif of the laughing lizard? No. All right. It does look like a lizard, though. Looks kind of nice, too. Yeah, it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem too menacing. It, it, it's definitely not as menacing as I would, I would like devilish. it to be. It's not devilish. Yeah. It's like a reptile with a sense of humor. Yeah, if I, if I, were, to, if I were to add a sound to this graphic, it'd be like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's, the same, it's the same kind of like 
mood and voice that I will ascribe to my dog when she's doing something naughty and kind of knows about it. Like she'll get some salmon skin out of the garbage or something. I'll be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the, yeah, the man will never know. <laughs> He's just pulling a prank on these guys. Yeah, it's like like they're buds. If you if you were a ten foot tall spooky lizard monster and you scared some prospectors you're alone 80 percent of the time you want some company yeah you you want to meet this young imp and (laughs) his old red friend (laughs) yeah it's a red-faced grandfather (laughs) all right reaching down casually with one claw it ripped the head right off the struggling boy <laughs> and it ate it in one bite okay never mind he's not too nice all right i'm going to i'm going to walk that back <laughs> yeah everything i just said the picture was misleading <laughs> that smile is a smile of i'm about to eat your young imp grandson yeah is that pre or post head twisting the grandpa is running away in the picture i do not see the boy the young imp at all but he has been decapitated so his grandpa gave a scream of rage and his grandson's blood spilled out all over his head and body oh my lord my good lord and boy was his face red yeah (laughs) Even less red. (laughs) He launched himself at the creature, batting at it fiercely with his fists. The laughing devil grabbed him with both claws and ripped him cleanly in two. Okay. So that was that. Blood and guts spilled all over the ground, soiling the headless body of the boy. (laughs) The laughing devil chuckled again, its laughter getting louder and louder as the darkness encompassed the canyon. It wrapped its tail around the boy's body and leapt into the air, carrying the corpses up and up to its den. Hot blood spilled onto the earth far below. All right, we're getting to the end here. Well, (laughs) this doesn't wrap up nicely for these two. (laughs) How do they tell of this story? Who documented this? it It went so south so fast. Who's telling this story? Is it the laughing devil himself? He's he's telling it to the like headless corpses in his cave, like. And then I pulled your head off. <laughs> he's writing the story down in their hot blood. <laughs> the next morning, okay, here we go. The next morning, the storekeeper and two of his employees came to the Laughing Devil Canyon and walked upstream until they found the prospector's pack and mining gear. Quietly, they packed everything up and carted it down the canyon. And back to town to sell to the next greedy fool who passed that way. (laughs) There's a little scam they got going here. The last man in line carefully kicked sand over the blood on the ground and made sure the fake gold deposits were back in place. It's a setup. Then he hurried after the storekeeper, grinning to himself as he ran. (laughs) The boss was right as usual. Greenhorns always come to the canyon to pan for gold in spite of their warnings. They were making a fortune off this place. Up in the airy, airy? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's the, that's an eagle's nest. Okay. Yeah. Up in its eagle's nest on top of the canyon <laughs> wall, the laughing devil burped contently, pulling another bone off its pile. It started to gnaw. The end. Wow. 
The Laughing Devil. Uh, all right. Much better devil. Yeah. As as far as devils go, I think we both gave it some preemptive shit just based on the fact that it is a dragon. <laughs> it is a dragon. Um, I guess dragons are monsters. I mean, well, literal monsters, sure. But I mean, they seem like real dicks is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not uh, well-tempered. No. No. Well, he was laughing. That's <laughs> true. He has a sense of humor about it. Good humored, bad tempered. I'm still not clear on why the grandson was an described as an imp. Yeah, is that seems he's almost judging by the pictures you showed me, he's supernatural himself. I feel like I have heard people described as impish when they're kind of, you know, like small? Yeah, like small, jolly, leprechaun-y. Oh. Like maybe he was just yeah. like a ho-ho. There were some Irish overtones, like <laughs> implying Irish people are maybe not the smartest people in this story, which I did not appreciate. <laughs> the red-faced grandfather. Yep, yeah, I, that's... I did not appreciate that. Um, Again, that could be mercury poisoning. Could be. Or rampant alcoholism. <laughs> yes. Though, again, that would tie in with the Irish thing. What do you... So, are we going to rate this I, I, one? I am delighted by that one. I'm going to give it uh, four... I'm going to give it one shovel sold four out of five times. Repeatedly the to same the same... shovel. Yeah. The sa- I'm going to give it the same shovel sold four times to different murder victims. Nice. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a five, five out of five, five decapitated impeds for this story, because <laughs> it just turned on. It started off okay. Look, we're mining for gold. Sounds like the last story, and it's not quite exciting. At 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 no point after that introduction was I unsurprised. Right. I'm like, oh, it's just at every turn. I'm like, oh, there actually is a devil. Oh. Oh, like, I feel like most stories would either go, there is no devil, and it's just the shopkeep. In fact, that would be, I thought that what was going to happen in this story. I thought the devil was going to be the shopkeeper. Yeah, to do that, but then also to be like, but there was also a devil. Right. That's How fun. do the sh- shopkeeper and his crew or her crew have this relationship? They seem to have a... Uh, Good relationship with the Laughing Devil, who seems to be a murderous monster. So why hasn't the why hasn't he eaten the shopkeeper do you, and his crew? Do you think it's like, you know, like a like a, a a crocodile is super dangerous unless it's full? Uh, yeah, it's like a python. Like it eats every six months. And yeah, then couldn't be bothered. Yeah, there's like a couple days where you can go in get the pack. Put the pyrite back in the river. Everybody can, you know. Right, but they better hope someone else comes through because if that devil gets hungry, it knows where your store is. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, like a like a motel hell situation or something where you just you just gotta drag them up there and. Yeah, you, what happens if prospectors don't show up for a couple weeks? Maybe Do they you feed them some venison? We have a lot of jerky here at the store. We could just... You know, I'm going to amend my rating. I'm going to knock it down a star to four. <laughs> I don't like the idea of a dragon. A dragons don't fit in Oregon. No. Th- that's 
that's in Ireland. That's in Europe. So you can't mix these creatures. We have Bigfoot. We don't have dragons here. I'm sorry. There's never been a dragon in Oregon. Here's here's a a, a fun thing that I've noticed. Uh, there, yes, I on paper I completely agree with you. It should just be like it should be Bigfoots. It should be stagecoach driving ghosts. Right. You know all of that jazz. Uh, but the story directly before this. Um, <laughs> It's a mummy. That's a mummy. Yeah. There's no mum. There's never been a mummy here. It's too wet. It's too damp. There's you can't a, have a mummy in Oregon. We would rot. We've covered this previously, and it is Bandage Man, which, yeah, I know. Not even like the, but they're like, it's Bandage Man, the phantom mummy of Cannon Beach. Mm-mm. Like, sea mummy? That thing's gonna be cut. It's just covered in barnacles. Moldy. And like, yeah, gross. There's a sea. There's like a seahorse coming out of its head. Uh, we came to the conclusion on the episode where we talked about it that it was just a guy. Because they're like, oh, it's a like a mummy, but it smells horrible. So I'm like, burn victim. I'm like, it's a guy covered in like shitty toilet paper, <laughs> like meth addict, crawled into the bottom of an outhouse. <laughs> What year does that story take place? Sixties uh, ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a drug addict. <laughs> yeah. Somebody took like a bunch of mescaline or whatever and like found a magic hole. <laughs> he crawled in. Um, yeah. Uh, God bless the uh, the Oregonians just trying to expand their yeah. their spooky tales. Yeah, I don't buy it. So that's why I'm giving it a four. But it was way better than the first story. That's fair. I will give it that. I'm sorry that that alcoholic old man and his son, husband, or whatever. (laughs) Grandson. Yes, sure. Whatever. (laughs) Uh Uh, Had to die. Your parents (laughs) died in a fire. (laughs) What happened to Ma and Pa? They died, but we got to go out west to go look for gold. Where was he? I mean, like, that's it's you, it begs the question, you know, your parents die in a fire. Where were you at the time? Yeah. Could you be an imp from smoke inhalation? <laughs> Is that what causes it? <laughs> like, yeah, the, the smoke inhalation. <laughs> it's like fetal alcohol. Or maybe because he survived because he was so short. You know, the higher you are, you're supposed to get down, crawl out. That's why you survived the fire. Yeah, the parents are dead on the bed, and the kids just run, just hightailing around on the fire. Hee hee! Yeah. <laughs> I'll live forever! Because I'm so small! <laughs> uh, it could be. I mean, you know, back then, nutrition isn't what it is now. That's right. People were probably like three or four feet tall. Dysentery. Yep. Rampant. Yep. Everybody just shitting their brains out. Is that a side effect for dysentery? I don't even know. I think it's a poop. I think dysentery is one of those poop diseases. It is? Like, uh. What's the one where you don't eat fruit so you get sick? Scurvy. That's scurvy. Oh, yeah. scurvy. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I was. I meant scurvy. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I feel scurvy, like. Scurvy, like your teeth fall out? Your teeth fall out, your gums turn black, maybe? Uh, that's vitamin C. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, from not eating fruits. Yeah. I think... I think I have that now. Well, we'll probably all... I don't eat enough fruit. <laughs> it's... Is there vitamin C in beer? I don't... It's, it's probably fine. Um, 
the more your teeth move around, the more you can just, you don't need braces. You can just fix it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just stop eating vegetables for a while and you can move them, move them around. Put the top ones on the bottom. That's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, I think uh, cholera, that's a shitty one. I don't cholera, know. I, I feel like you it's not your fault if you get cholera. I think, yeah, cholera is like dirty water. Dirty water. Yeah. We've, we've gotten rid of cholera because, yeah, we, we take the poop out of the water now, which is a... Who'd have thunk Yeah, it? big breakthrough for the human race. Turns out, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't eat poop. Yeah, if you yeah. Or at least not a lot. Not of a lot not yeah. as much. You know. Like you said, with the toothbrushes, you we're all getting a little bit. Look, far be it for me to say nobody should eat poop. We should all be eating some poop. It's good for your flora. You know, it strengthens you. There are uh therapies now in hospitals. When you take antibiotics, you know it, it kills everything in your gut. Get the uh, get the fecal transplant. You get a fecal transplant. That's get right one. back on your feet. Get out of there. Doing a jig out of the ER. Is that a thing you can donate? Like you can donate blood. You can I think donate. It's gotta platelets. be your own poop. <laughs> <laughs> so they'd like take it and freeze it for the future. I think they do. I think they take it and well, then they purify it somehow. Okay. And then you take it in pill form. That just doesn't make I could make be it... making this up, but I think that's right. Now, far be it for me to better idea the medical industry. Yeah, this could be a um, breakthrough here. I feel like we can skip the pills and stuff if you just put the poop in the butt. Go Back in... up the butt? Or don't yeah. poop? Yeah, just go in from the bottom. Like, give oh, me a like give, a like a beer like a beer bong in your ass. It yes. gets you drunk faster. Yes, like give me oh. a give me a colonic. Maybe, but with poop. Oh, interesting. We should we should pitch this to John Hopkins or somewhere. Just it's just Sloan me. Ketterman or whoever <laughs> needs this. Just it's me walking into the door of OHSU <laughs> carrying my spooky books, being like, Do you put the poop in the butt or the mouth? <laughs> we think you should put it in the butt. We have conducted a peer-reviewed double blind study <laughs> shows. There is a placebo effect. I will I will admit to that. There's a strong placebo effect, but it has been shown to be statistically more most people don't like the idea of putting poop in their mouth but poop in the butt everyone's fine with that that's just natural (laughs) cut cut to me getting tased (laughs) sir please leave um yeah any uh if if our listener is a doctor uh let us know kind of related to this unrelated my uh my father knew a doctor who um Maybe maybe he didn't even know. Maybe this is an episode of like forensic files. <laughs> could be either one. It could be a personal store, family friend, or a episode when of you, forensic files. When you started this, I thought you were going to say my father is a doctor. He was just... a doctor. <laughs> he was a doctor. All right, because yeah. a poop doctor actually. Oh, is yeah. he a doctor of the butt? No. All right. No, he wasn't. Well. Um, but this <laughs> to me is just a shitty doctor. This doctor, I forget why. But he maybe he was suicidal, so he took his own poop and injected it into his veins to give him sepsis. 
Have you heard of a story like this? I, this could be an episode of something, or it could, I can't remember. Now, okay, I I have not heard about this. That it is a personal family story. I, again, not to be... Are you doubting this story? Oh, no, no, no. Not oh, to okay. be like Dr. Better idea. Oh. But I have some notes. Like, if I'm, I'm just, if I was going to kill myself, poop might not be my weapon of choice. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember why he would do that. I guess that just... Seems like a very... I don't know what it's like to die... I mean, not to get too morbid, but... I don't... Personally, I don't know what it's like to die of poop. <laughs> well, of sepsis. Yeah. Of an infection of the blood. Seems I think that's, bad. Yeah. Seems very bad. I'm going to ask my, uh, my, my dad and please, follow up with you. Please do. Future Avalon will tell us what's up here. <laughs> I got nothing on this. Yikes. The Laughing Devil. The Laughing Devil. Devil. I feel like it picked up with the laughing devil. It took me a while to get into the the it, ghost story vibe. That's but now I'm all in. More I could do two more, uh, ten more of these stories. More often than not, like you hear a couple ghost stories, and you're like, oh yeah, spooky or whatever, and then you hear one where you're like, wait, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah. ah, no, I'm I'm sold on this. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I I'm I'm glad that we managed to pull it out. With that second one, because that was... It was a good story. That was... I'm uh, glad I came over here and risked getting Corona. This was all worth it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucked up if this is the thing that did it? I mean, you never know. If We're that, silent. We could, anyone could be a carrier. If that is the case, I apologize. No, it's fine. Uh, Think about how many good ghost stories are going to come out of this. Well, <laughs> with that, uh, the campfire is burning low. Um <laughs> Our uh, our our last uh, brief segment is just uh, just uh, kind of an offhand ask of uh, Do you have any personal spooky experiences? Has anything inexplicable Ooh. ever happened to you? Oh man, spooky! I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Nothing comes to mind. You know, I did have a recurring. I have recurring dreams. Ooh, interesting. Are, ghost stories of the mind but as a kid you know and growing up uh i would always think that there was a room in my house that i'd never been to that was hidden and i would dream about it was it always the same room yes and i knew where it was but you know in your waking hours in the you know whatever this is sure you it wasn't there that is troubling. Yeah, and there was a there was a uh, a figure that lived in that room, like a shadow, mm-hmm. which I think does exist in my in that house. My parents still live in that house, so Ooh. and I refuse to sleep downstairs in that house. The in the basement, there's a like a room with a bed, mm-hmm. which I would never, to this day, I would not sleep in that room. Isn't it weird how like there's just, yeah, you, we, we, we grow up, we stop being, you know, on paper, stop being scared of things, but we're still like, I'm not sleeping in that room. Yeah, no way. No. Fuck you, I'll sleep on the no couch. No chance. <laughs> there's never been a problem at that. Nothing's ever bad has ever happened. No you, one ever goes out there. You just my have. parents' house. 
just have a vibe. You're just like, no, just not gonna, do not it. gonna do it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give that to you. Like it's, that's that's the kind of nebulous spookiness that I can really get on board with. Because, you know, in the same way, I don't have any, you know, real specific ghost stories to my name. But that kind of thing, I can definitely be like, yeah, I've gone into a place and been like, yikes, this is... A place you haven't been before? Yeah, like you'll sometimes you'll just walk into a space and you'll be like, yes, right. I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting with the dream that it was always, yeah, the the same space. Mm-hmm. Um, hidden room? Could be. I don't know. I never really investigated it that much. Hmm. But physically, there can't be a room there. That's spooky. But no ghosts. No ghosts. You know, dreams of people trying to break into your house. But that's just like a... Sure. That's pretty common. That's just good sense. Right. That's your brain keeping you on your toes. Yeah. Just, you know, don't get too comfortable. And I would say after reading these stories, I believe in ghosts even less. (laughs) So... Ah, my work is done. <laughs> you're you're gonna go home tonight, and you're gonna get laughing deviled. You're gonna be like, "Fucking now!" That would, yeah, that would, <laughs> my head gets torn off, <laughs> and my warm blood gets splattered all over my wife. I will be very disappointed. That coronavirus is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> just take your head clean off. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool then. Yeah, the 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 campfire is burning down. I'm going to. Uh, Cover it in dirt responsibly and uh, make sure that it is dead out. It's out. To prevent wildfires. Uh, but uh, tell us, uh, where where can listeners find you? At home. Quarantining. <laughs> I am not going anywhere. At home, where they should be too. <laughs> yeah, all of you. Stay home for the next three months, at least. This is going to last a long time. I just want to tell your listeners right now. You don't know how bad it's going to get. Well, and you can find me on Instagram as at that Avalon, and you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. You can also email us, though why you would, I couldn't say, at uh, pod at gmail.com. Uh, as always, don't ever go outside. That's right. Don't. Except to record podcasts. Yes. Come over to my house and record podcasts. That's I'm fine. immune to coronavirus. Yes. Podcasts will make you immune. I will live forever. If you're making content, you're good. Get it. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelowmedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.